Chapter Six of Silver Chimes in Syria Glimpses of a Missionary's Experiences. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Silver Chimes in Syria Glimpses of a Missionary's Experiences by William S. Nelson. New Stations and Building It has been my privilege to watch from the beginning the growth and development of three prosperous churches in the territory of Tripoli Presbytery. Each one has been marked by peculiarities that render it especially interesting. In the early years of my acquaintance with the church in Homs, I heard frequently of evangelistic visits on the part of the young men of the church to various villages in the plain east of the city, especially to one large village about two miles southeast of us. The people of this village are of the Syrian or Jacobite church, and have no little familiarity with the Bible, and a really religious disposition. Our young men from Homs used to go out in small bands of two or more, with their gospels and hymn books in their pockets, they met a friendly reception they would go into some house where those who were interested would gather together and a simple service or friendly discussion would be held no one asked them to come in they would seek a place in the public square where people were gathered together and sing a hymn or read a passage to open the way for discussion in such cases there was danger of an exhibition of hostility on the part of those who were unfriendly to the evangelical doctrine it happened more than once that these faithful messengers were driven out of town pursued with stones as well as reviling such treatment however could not suppress the truth and a strong church has grown up from the seed thus sown amid hostile persecution there was a most interesting old priest in this town of Feruz who received the truth into his heart but never had the courage to leave the old church though he was known to be at heart an evangelical believer he sought books on the evangelical doctrine and studied them earnestly and sometimes attended the protestant service being present at least once on a sacramental occasion he openly taught his people the folly of auricular confession and priestly absolution saying to them if you wish to come to me and tell me of your sins so that i may help you and pray with you to god for forgiveness i am at your service but i am a sinner like you and we all have access to one saviour i cannot forgive your sins but will gladly pray for you and with you there had been some inquiry about the truth on the part of a few people in the village of el yazutike in my first visit to the place we pitched a tent on the threshing floor outside the village much curiosity in our coming was shown and some opportunity given to strengthen the purpose of those who were inclined to the truth at length the teacher was stationed there and a simple school started one or two of the people had joined the church in a neighboring village but the sacrament had never been administered in the town itself several were ready to make a public profession of their faith in christ and it seemed that the time had come to begin the full life of the little church by administering the sacrament on the spot 
plans were arranged for an evening service in the schoolroom and a good company was gathered in the rudely furnished dark little room there was much disturbance outside when it was known what was in progress one zealous defender of the truth sprang from his seat and rushed out in a most militant manner to disperse the noisy crowd without while the little service was in progress it was not always easy to keep the attention of all on account of the noisy beating of tin cans nearby and some pebbles were thrown in at the windows the service was completed however and this was the beginning of what has proved to be one of the most vigorous churches there is now a simple church building which is always well filled at regular services and new members are ready to come forward at almost every communion service the village of hakur is memorable not so much because of hostile opposition to the work as because of the apparently feeble instrument used of god for the establishment of the church a blind man of keen and inquiring mind lived in this village and made a precarious living by keeping a little shop he was respected by his neighbors for his integrity of character and trusted by the church authorities for his fidelity to church duties he began to hear something of the new evangelical doctrine and though ready to investigate was strong in his opposition and slow to yield to the new faith when once thoroughly convinced however his very honesty of nature made him accept the truth and declare himself for the protestant view the bishop sent for him in order to recall him from his error he told the bishop that he was convinced that the teaching and practice of the greek church were not in harmony with the gospel and that he had decided to follow the teaching of god rather than that of men but that he was ready to hear anything the bishop had to say to convince him that he was mistaken the bishop began to read him a controversial tract recently prepared against the protestant doctrine our blind friend interrupted him saying i have heard all that and can give you an outline of the whole argument it does not convince me and so if you have nothing stronger it will do no good the bishop then reviled him comparing his course to that of judas toward christ and so cast him off the blind man went home glad to suffer abuse for the truth he gathered around him a group of neighbors who studied the gospel under his guidance and a little church has grown up in that village to which he ministered regularly for a year when no other preacher could be found the little band has been full of zest and has raised the money to build a little chapel in which they worship and in which their children are taught by means which are insufficient in the sight of men in spite of opposition from those who are hostile to the truth god's word continues to bear fruit and the gospel light continues to spread throughout the world the missionaries met in his periodic visitation of the outstations with every conceivable request and complaint i am often asked to mend a clock or a watch i have been appealed to to adjust a coffee mill which did not work right matrimonial and family difficulties must often be arranged i have told the people that there is one complaint i am always glad to hear and that is to the effect that the place of worship is too small for the regular attendance when i first went to the village of minara 
the services were held in a small room about twenty by twenty-five feet there was room to spare though not a great deal in a few years it became necessary to plan for enlargement this was accomplished by securing a piece of land adjacent to the building taking out the end wall and extending the room so as to increase its capacity about two-thirds the growth of the congregation was so rapid and steady that this enlargement was not completed before the room was again inadequate an appeal was made to a generous friend in st louis and five hundred dollars were sent for the minyara chapel a further piece of land was secured and plans made for an entirely new and larger building the outline is rectangular and the flat roof is supported by three rows of arches resting on six pillars this building has been ample for the accommodation of this growing church for many years though it is often well filled and would be far from sufficient were not half the members in america in the city of homs the old church had a flat dirt roof supported by two heavy arches which made the room seem dark and contracted the regular congregations taxed the capacity of the building and the roof timbers were showing signs of weakness which would necessitate an early renewal the pastor of the church began to work earnestly for a reconstruction of the roof with an enlargement of the audience room there was a little vacant space at one end of the building which if it were enclosed would increase the capacity about forty per cent at the same time the heavy arches could be removed and a galvanized iron roof placed over the enlarged building but this would cost a considerable sum and how was that to be raised the people thought they could not raise more than two hundred dollars the same friend in st louis who had provided for the minyara chapel sent another five hundred dollars and we made this proposition to the church after the church spends two hundred and fifty dollars the mission will put in five hundred but if any more is needed the church must provide it they went to work with a will when the dirt from the old roof was to be carried out they organized a regular church bee all the men of the church came together the pastor the doctor the teacher the merchant each one taking one of the rough baskets in which they carried dirt and altogether got the whole pile removed at a considerable savings to the building fund before the work was finished the church had raised and expended quite as much money as they had received from outside this enlarged place of worship has again become too small and its further enlargement is a pressing problem end of new stations and building